welcome to the Speaking of Women's Health podcast. I'm your host and author, Dr. Holly Thacker, and this is the last chapter of my updated book, The Cleveland Clinic Guide to Menopause. Conclusion, Your Body, Your Choices. Many women seek balance during midlife. Perhaps this is because menopause introduces so many hormonal shifts and lifestyle changes that we simply need to find that balanced perspective. Our children mature if we have them. We find time to unwind, perhaps from a demanding work life. Or perhaps we renew personal energy by beginning a new venture. We realize that as we mature, our spirits stay lively. Longevity, in many cases, is a choice. All of this makes midlife an ideal time to evaluate your life, to reflect on your past from a personal experience, and look how far you've come. Midlife is also a time to plan for the future. It's never too early or too late to focus on disease prevention, health promotion, and enhanced vitality. That is our motto in the Sunflower House. Be strong, be healthy, and be in charge. So the medical discipline of specialty women's health has come a long way too. And I have been honored and privileged to have been a leading role in this. We know more than ever about hormonal health and ways to strike balance. We are continuing to research the effects of new therapies, hormones, non-hormones, vitamins, supplements, alternative and integrative functional approaches. So we are definitely learning ways to help women feel better, age better, and live better. As I tell my patients, the field of specialty women's health and midlife menopausal medicine is the field of anti-aging medicine. Of course, with all this learning and research, there may become new and unanswered questions, which sometimes leads to confusion but should not lead to fear because fear inhibits you. So this calls for the big job of translating any partial truths and looking at the whole picture. Because women are inundated with misleading messages, teasing out the facts can be difficult by yourself. You must read the fine print. And sometimes you have to tune out friends and relatives who discourage you from doing what's best for you. So many times women tell me that other women have admonished them about their choices. Why are you still on hormones if you're 65? In return, I would ask, whose body is it anyway? Unfortunately, a significant portion of the medical community has adopted sometimes a similar unsupportive approach to treating women. Largely, I believe, because of that infamous Women's Health Initiative over 20 years ago, which was strong on fear and sound bites, and a scientific study that was not scientifically interpreted in the media. So whether the topic is breastfeeding, menstrual periods, hysterectomy or hysterectomy alternatives, menopause, hormone therapy, non-hormonal therapy, bioidentical hormones, 
birth control options, natural, synthetic, long-acting, everyone seems to want to weigh in. And this could be helpful, but it can also be harmful when women feel constricted by opinions that dismiss real options. So in effect, some people limit their choices because they hear out of context that something is bad. Hormones are bad. Not breastfeeding is bad. Taking birth control at age 50 is bad. So many of these are myths, and it depends on the situation. So I see this mentality being very dangerous or damaging to women because it weighs heavily on her about her personal decisions, about her health. Such pressure might ruin her chance of striking a balance that is right for her. So how can you feel at ease when so many voices are speaking out of turn? Well, you need to listen to your own voice. And remember, it truly is your body, your hormones, and your choices. In the last chapter, chapter 13, when I was discussing hysterectomy procedures and alternatives, I mentioned that you might want to seek a second opinion, maybe even a third, and then trust your gut. And if you aren't getting the answers from your physician or surgeon, find someone else. If you feel this is just a quick pitch for a quick decision that you're not comfortable with, start another decision and discussion. Don't just settle for doctor's orders if the instructions you're given limit your choices and don't take into account your personal needs, lifestyle, and preferences. You need to be the authority on your health. Not trusting companies, pharmaceutical companies, books, people trying to sell you things, the government, anyone that says something is completely guaranteed, completely safe and risk-free, or quote, natural and risk-free, whether it's for hot flashes or sexual difficulties or any other scenario. Everything potentially has risk and hopefully has a lot of benefits, but it depends on many different factors. If you receive conflicting advice from otherwise trustworthy clinicians, might be your primary care doctor, who probably is not a hormone expert, Don't turn to shady, anti-aging, snake oil uh, salespeople. These pop-up cash-only places that don't examine you, that uh, prescribe compounded, unregulated hormones that might want to inject you with pellets or charge you an arm and a leg for so-called vaginal rejuvenation therapies or laser, which has some FDA warnings when they still end up half the time giving you vaginal estrogen cream, which is really what's helping the atrophy. I could go on and on. There's so many examples. So you've got to be aware of people wanting to take your money. And I think it's important to seek out a NAMS, North American Menopause Society, certified menopause specialist. But just because they've taken the test still doesn't mean that they are the best expert. Sometimes word of mouth, sometimes reading Patient reviews can also help. Finding some of the few specialty women's health uh, trained folks, which now are across the country since I've been running this fellowship for over 25 years. Um, That's great if you can uh, seek out these these, uh, fabulous physicians. But please take to heart the message that women truly do deserve to look good and feel good. 
that message is correct, but many times the way people are selling it to you is not. But be confident that you have now more choices than ever before in the history of humankind. Remember, too, that women deserve to sleep well and don't need to suffer from menstrual flooding or terrible mood problems or skin and hair issues or severe menopausal symptoms of sweating and flashing and feeling uncomfortable with joint pain, leaky bladder, aching bones, loss of bone density. So just because you're a woman doesn't mean you have to be a martyr or a victim. Take charge. During midlife, you should look forward to the vibrant years during which you should feel comfortable in your own skin, confident in your decisions, and inspired by the possibilities of your second adulthood. Celebrate your accomplishments, measure your progress, and set some goals and hold yourself accountable. The key to reaching them is keeping your good health and keeping your options open. Acknowledgements. I really want to thank my husband of several decades. We've known each other much longer than we haven't. Tom G. Thacker II. And our three fabulous sons, Stetson, Emerson, and Grayson. They encouraged me to, quote, write the book. And several years ago, Emerson told me to podcast the book. And I finally gotten to it. And since I wrote this book, I've welcomed more people into my family. I have two wonderful daughter-in-laws, Laura, a nurse practitioner, and Becca, a special needs teacher, and grandchildren, Artemis, who I talked about in my first podcast about iron, and my first grandson, baby Lincoln. And I'm expecting another granddaughter in a few months. So my husband said, well, Suzanne Summers' book is fiction, but this book, The Cleveland Clinic Guide to Menopause, that you wrote is nonfiction. And I would be completely remiss if I did not give my acknowledgement and gratitude to having the privilege to work with so many dedicated women and talented staff at the Cleveland Clinic Center for Specialized Women's Health. Nurses, administrators, assistants, our specialized women's health fellows who are like my daughters who are around the country and they're trailblazing fabulous careers for themselves. Some of them I have interviewed on my uh, second thread of Speaking of Women's Health, CME. And I'd also like to give a big shout out and gratitude to the founder and our creative uh, executive, Ms. Diane Dunkelman or Lady Di. She founded Speaking of Women's Health in Cincinnati. And even though she's an educated woman of means and had access to top doctors, she still didn't get the answers that she wanted. And so she started the nonprofit Speaking of Women's Health that she later gifted to us at the Center of Specialized Women's Health. 
Now, I used to joke with Lady Di and say, well, that's because you weren't in Cleveland, you were in Cincinnati. But no, in actuality, she was empowering women to be strong, be healthy, and be in charge. I wrote my first book, Your Body, Your Hormones, Your Choices, before I became the executive director of National Speaking of Women's Health. And the second book, which I've just now updated via podcast, was right around the time I was taking the helm of running the fabulous nonprofit. And I'd like to give a shout out to the team that does such a great job on our website, speakingofwomenshealth.com, Jonathan Magaga on the back end, and our executive producer, Lee Klekar. She gets all of this information and edits and puts all of this out on all of our social media channels, our podcast channels, and everywhere that you get information or pick up your podcast. So please subscribe wherever you subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. And be sure to join me back in the Sunflower House. I'll have a little bonus to the book, an appendix with lots of great resources for you. And you can listen to our CME podcast, not just on the usual channels that you get your CME, but if you're a physician or a nurse or advanced practice uh, practitioner or pharmacist, you can get free CME on the Convey medical app. So join me back in the Sunflower House in the future. I'm your host and author, Dr. Holly Thacker.